Hey there, welcome back to Gravitate Godward. I'm your host, Tad Blake Weber. In this podcast, I really want to dive into the politics of anger and look at how we can find a spiritual way out of, of the anger that is definitely in a lot of people's thought right now. Whether people were voting because of anger or they're angry now because of the outcome, I think it's very important to be looking for ways to prayerfully and spiritually and Christianly tackle this topic of anger that is really in people's thought. And what drove me to really think about this was a recent Christian Science Monitor article called An End to Trump's Politics of Anger? It's a question. And this commentary by the, the editorial board of the Christian Science Monitor points out that a couple things that many of us know, that Sanders and Trump really fueled their politics from voter anger. And at one point, though, they reference a book called Anger and Forgiveness, Resentment, Generosity, and Justice. And the author, author of this book points out that anger and politics of blame can impede justice when people focus on payback or revenge. And she also, the same author, also points out that leaders shouldn't aid in turning feelings of hopelessness into rage, which makes a lot of sense. And then the writers of this editorial also point out that this is really what we need to be doing in America is be looking for new opportunities for working Americans. And that makes a lot of sense. I know that's probably where a lot of people are coming from. It has to do with their views of the world or the United States um, and how their lives are going or turning out. And so it occurred to me to really turn to the Bible, to really look at what the Bible says. And the first example that came to mind was Paul. He was, when he was Saul, he was literally a hitman taking out Christians left and right, bringing them to prison, uh, maybe even killing people. He was a dangerous man. But he was confused and fearful. He didn't understand Christianity. And confusion and fear, when brought together, is like a match in gasoline. It's explosive. And the results can be life-harming. And it's important to really be alert to anger and the confusion and fear that's behind it. Not so much the anger itself. Anger is really just... Um, the symptom of the real disease, which is a lack of understanding, a lack of foresight, a lack of, of spiritual imagination, really. And he needed a transformation, and he did. He got it. He had a healing after he, after he had scales in his eyes. A Christian, Ananias, came to him and healed him on the spot. And 
what I find interesting is later on in the book of Colossians, that a letter that Paul wrote to the Colossians, he says, Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body. And be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. And also in Proverbs it says, He that handleth a matter wisely shall find good, and whoso trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. The wise in heart shall be called prudent, and the sweetness of the lips increaseth learning. Understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that hath it, but the instruction of fools is folly. Now, I really kind of thought that both of those Bible verses, the first one from Colossians is Colossians three fifteen through 17, and the second one is Proverbs chapter 16, 20 through 22. Both of them talk about the peace of God, um, trusting in God and the peace of God. And the Proverbs one talks about understanding and how that is a wellspring of life. And to me, these two work together because understanding and uh, clarity of thinking and learning and being willing to trust God can quell fear, can quell resentment, and quell any lack of, of not understanding the future or having a lack of foresight. I think that's important because also I w wanted to look at what Mary Baker Eddy says, and she has um, a couple interesting words in her glossary of her book, Science and Health with the Key to the Scriptures. One is the word wind, and the other is sword. The word wind appears in the glossary on page 597, and the definition is that which indicates the might of omnipotence and the movements of God's spiritual government, encompassing all things. And the second part of that definition is destruction, anger, mortal passions. Quite the opposite of the first part of God's spiritual government. And then the definition of sword, which appears on 593, its definition is the idea of truth, justice, and it says revenge, anger. And so it's interesting to be thinking how this idea of wind, you know, you can see wind flowing through, you know, humanly in our physical experience, we see wind flowing. I like the idea of seeing wind as being God's spiritual government protection, and it's encompassing, and it's omnipotent. It doesn't cause anger or destruction. It's the opposite of what mortal view is. And the sort of truth, it slays revenge. It slays anger. It slays the fear and the confusion that lies behind that kind of fearful thinking. And then... One other thing, Mary Baker Eddy points out that in her book, Unity of Good, she says, Jesus taught us to walk over, not into or with the currents of matter or mortal mind. 
And to me, that means being prayerfully alert, not being willing to be taken by the riptide of fear out, you know, into no man's land where we're just angry and, and feeling alone. But rather by turning to God, we, as Jesus did, we can walk over and over these waves of fear and anything that would make us afraid. So I think, to me, these are solutions. It's turning to God, really turning to God and knowing God's understanding is governing all. That God's government is supreme and omnipotent. And this can, this can mean good things for both people's employment. This can mean good things for, for our government. And it can cause us to be alert. It can cause us to be open to giving to organizations that need help or helping people who need help, being willing to pray for others, being willing to supply food for someone or to donate to an organization that might be threatened by, by any kind of politics of anger or fear. But in any case, it's really that leaning on God. And I would just like to leave you with this um, uh, excerpt from Mary Baker Eddy's poem, Christ My Refuge. This is stanzas three through five. And I feel like it gives us a really good summing up of what we're doing by turning to prayer. She wrote, Then his unveiled sweet mercies show life's burdens light. I kiss the cross and wake to know a world more bright. And o'er earth's troubled, angry sea, I see Christ walk and come to me and tenderly, divinely talk. Thus truth and grounds me on the rock, upon life's shore, against which the winds and waves can shock, oh, nevermore. So with that, I'm going to close and say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thanks for your support. And I wish you all the very best and keep listening. And until next time, have a great day. Bye for now.